0: Welcome to the Conscious Living Show with your host, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sex life reflects the health of other aspects of your life. While this may not be the only factor, it certainly contributes to the degree you'll enjoy a well rounded, healthy, happy, sexy life. Now, here is Dr. Nancy and Dr. Mark.
1: Well, good morning. This is The Conscious Living Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network, and Mark and I are back for another episode of The Conscious Living Show. We're so excited to be a part of this. Good morning, babe. Good morning, dear. So this show is about waking up to your life, conscious living. We've been hosting the show for a decade, and now we're going to bring you something for the grown and sexy. So what does it mean to wake up to your life? What does being not being awake look like once you wake up then you get to decide what you do with that so we're going to be going through the show today we're going to bring you back the oasis and how that pertains to
2: waking up to your life do you love that part i love that part how did how did you wake up to your life this morning
1: well i woke up with a bang so we'll we can talk about that later (laughs) so we're going to talk a little bit more about our private thoughts and our personal attitudes our perceptions and our experiences and how these things interface to make up the consciousness that we either do or don't have and then how do we keep that sexy in our relationships and our our interpersonal uh, interactions and interludes as we might call them so we are very excited about this show today Mark and I have a lot of ideas to help you make great shift happen and you can call in during the show we have a a call in line it's 866-613-1612 and we'll take your calls if you have questions or comments we're here to make sure that you get to make your life as sexy as possible Do you love that? I love
2: that. That's what you're talking about, designer relationships and designer lives.
1: Absolutely. So if you want to have a better designer life or a designer relationship, hang in there with us for the show. We've got a lot of great ideas for you in conversation. And plus, we've got our sexy segments for you. So stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon uh, to make big shift happen in your life. Do you love that?
2: I love that, like this morning. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) We love making shift happen. So the Conscious Living Show uh, every Tuesday, and we're very excited. We'll be right back.
3: Discover, explore, and
0: celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR, empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com.
3: This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms... Dozens of meet and greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations. Themed dance parties every night. And all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss Experience on the two upcoming Bliss Charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise. And next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises. And we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast. So be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977. Or visit lifestylecruising.com.
4: How do you feel about a non-monogamous lifestyle? Does it sound enticing? Are you worried about what others might think? Your questions are answered on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. It's a discussion about the swinger lifestyle, non-monogamy, sex, sexuality, and where it all fits in. All we ask is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true. Tune in to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guests on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is The Conscious Living Show, and Mark and I are here to talk to you about grown and sexy things, and how to best make your life exactly what you design it to be. So what do you think about the designer life concept, babe, and being conscious?
2: Well, I think it's better than being unconscious. (laughs) I think so many people just go day to day with their lives and they don't really know where they're headed and what they want to ultimately achieve or experience. So by being a little bit more conscious being a little bit more deliberate or logical I love that word logical mm. um, you can find yourself where you actually want to be
1: so that so that kind of sounds like you might be waking up to what is first
2: right? well I think waking up means that's the transition between being unconscious and conscious right That's how you, when you wake up, like when you wake up, (laughs) you're quite (laughs) unconscious here and it takes some time for you to wake up to what's actually really happening. I wake you up in all kinds of different ways. Yes, uh, you do. And uh, sometimes you're conscious and sometimes you're unconscious, but when you wake up, (laughs) then you're ready to enjoy the experiences of life.
1: I think that's really key, you know, and perhaps we could use the the, the, the sleeping, the nighttime and the morning time um, as a as kind of a concept for people to understand about being asleep in your life or awake in your life, because obviously, when you're sleeping through the night, you're still alive, you're still here, time's going by, you're dreaming, but you're not really aware of your surroundings.
2: Did you ever call somebody early in the morning and talk to them? It's not very logical.
1: <laughs> I always love the fact when pe- when you when you get called when you're asleep, nobody ever wants to admit they're sleeping, so people just try to fake it. And maybe that's how people go through life is they just kind of try to fake it
2: and put one foot in front of the other. One time when I was on call, they called me and said, "Dr. Pierce, what do we need to do?" and I gave some orders. Uh-huh. And then Uh-oh. A couple minutes later, I called the nurse back and said, what did I tell you to do? Uh oh. It instilled a lot of confidence. I'll bet.
1: <laughs> yeah. So doctors that get called in the middle of the night. That that's risky.
2: So why would you want to live your life harshly conscious? I mean, people are going through their day to day routines. Mm-hmm. But what do you really want to happen? What do you really want to experience?
1: What what I think we, we, we're going to do today is we're going to talk a little bit about how to create the oasis that we use in our designer relationship concepts and bring about that idea of waking up and deciding, really consciously deciding, what it is you'd like to have happen with your life, in particular with this show, your relationship.
2: Wow, that's like going zero to 60 here. Yeah. We're going all the way.
1: All the way. Okay. We're going in. Going deep. All right. Should I keep going? (laughs) We like our words.
2: (laughs) So, yes, I mean, trying to be conscious about your relationship, that's going to require some other skills. and. I had a little button here. We're not on video yet, but it said truth. Yes. And I'm going to start wearing that on my shirt. Okay. It's very subtle. Yeah. And it's very important.
1: So why is truth so important in this oasis?
2: Well, if you're going to be conscious, you have to speak your truth to yourself, and then you have to be able to speak it to your partner. And believe it or not, sometimes we don't necessarily tell ourselves our truths either. We kind of suppress I think think being conscious is about getting rid of suppression.
1: Ah, that's a great word. You know, in, in all the work I've done these years with women, one of the things that I've noticed, no matter what continent we're on, is that women have a hard time articulating what they want, partially because they've never asked themselves.
2: Are you getting over that?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm over it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I got over it a while and ago. How many different ways are you getting over it?
1: As many ways as I can find. I know.
2: I know you're a strong feminist.
1: I am. And, and an even stronger humanist.
2: And how about in the bedroom?
1: I'm getting better about that. Yeah, I'm getting better about asking for what I want and not being not being worried. You know, I think a lot of times we don't ask for what we want in our relationships or in in the bedroom because we're afraid of offending. Or perhaps, you know, perhaps our partner has at times been offended by how we've asked or that they felt like they weren't doing things right or giving us what we wanted, failing us in some way. And so we become a little more gun shy about being clear about what we want and how we want it. Because as we as we know, our, we change. You know, we're always evolving. So what I wanted last week may not be what I want this week. I can be kind of fickle.
2: Well, that's why I call you my moving target. <laughs> but uh, men are pretty good at asking for what they want.
1: Men demand it. <laughs> and I think I'm I'm my world is teaching women to command it. Command. Command oh. it. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I think if you can if you if you know what you want, if you own your own desires, then you command that others get curious about what your
2: desires are too. So how can I speak my truth without getting uh, a uh,
1: WTF? Yes. (laughs) Well, I think the first clue about speaking our truth is to not start a sentence with the word you, to start a sentence with the word I.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say we. Oh. That might even be more dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do this and yeah, we're, we're going to do that.
1: We're going to have some fun. We're going on a vacation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but what about this oasis concept? I think that we we keep talking about that. And um, why don't we why don't we start to uh, discuss that a little bit?
1: Okay. So the oasis is really the safe place that we need to begin every conversation with, and that's why we begin every show with the oasis. Is to set the tone and the stage of, you know, what what we're going to do, what we want to accomplish, um, how we hope you're gonna you're gonna feel as a listening audience, and and that we're gonna feel um, going going forward. So. I think it's important that we set the tone each and every time. I mean, Mark and I, when we sit down to have a difficult conversation or even just uh, deciding maybe, uh, you know, how we're going to remodel a house or, or who's going to do what with whom, we, we bring in our oasis and we've learned how to do it quickly so it doesn't have to be a big formal event. But doing some kind of formality to say, hey, babe, are we in the oasis? Which means, I am get, I safe yeah, to I speak? Uh,
2: for guys, it's a great way to not get the WTF. Right. But I, you, you got my curiosity. Are we in the Oasis? We're always in the Oasis. We're always in the Oasis. I what think. is it? Who, who, we're going to do what with whom? Me?
1: <laughs> we'll come back to that. So, <laughs> all right. So we're, as we move forward, we're going to be talking about how to set the stage, Um what type of relationship do you envision that you would enjoy? You know, when you're talking about your relationships, how how often have you actually sat down with your partner and shared with them your vision of what a great marriage or a great relationship looks
2: like? I think it's important for people to be clear about that individually before they create their their discussion oasis and start talking about the relationships that they want to create with someone else. Right. I mean, I think you need to be clear well, in your case, where you are today.
1: Yes. Because
2: <laughs> tomorrow is a new day. Yes. <laughs> And another oasis and right. another adventure. Right. But it does it does keep life interesting to have these discussions.
1: Yes. And in these discussions you can also add in your expectations and which you know is kind of equivalent to your hopes and what you'd like to have happen, how you see things going. So that your partner knows what you're thinking. Because oftentimes our disappointments come when we've had an expectation that we haven't verbalized and our par- our partner Partners are not meant to read our minds, so if we haven't verbalized it, they don't know what we're thinking, and then they don't do what we were hoping they would do, or say what we hope that they said. Then we get mad or disappointed, and that that sends us down a path of no return.
2: Wait, when they when they transcribe that sentence, I want to read that one aloud. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Because it was not good? <laughs> it was a long sentence. Was it? It's okay. It'll be well, fun to read that one. A lot. I,
1: I get but I get wordy.
2: I love that. Okay. But I think we've we've kind of established the idea that an oasis is, a, is a going to be a safe place to speak your truth. Yes. And we'll keep coming back to that concept. Of Definitely. Time.
1: So in the next segment, we're going to be talking about um, how we can move into uh, the word of the week, which we will be sharing with you, and then how that merges with the whole idea of the oasis and living consciously and creating conscious relationships and conscious connections yes we'll be right back after these messages from our very sexy and amazing uh, sponsors for the show and if you're interested in sponsoring let us know because we'd love to support your business too we'll be back in just a couple of minutes
0: SexyLifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR Empower, Love, and Reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body right to pleasure positive body image and loving acceptance connect with dr nancy sutton pierce at dr. that's drnsp.com. that's dr you are listening to the conscious living show to reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show.
1: Welcome back. This is The Conscious Living Show. We're so excited. Mark and I are here. We created the Oasis for you in the last segment, and now we're going to bring to you our word of the week.
2: I'm waiting.
1: Do you want the drum roll? Sure. Brrr. Okay, ready? It's acknowledgement. Very good. All right. So, we love to play with words. <clears throat> we like to take a word and break it down and see how we can turn these words that we use commonly, that maybe we're not really conscious of how we're using these words, and how we can make them bring them into our oasis and into our relationships to really heighten the degree of communication. Because communi- without communication, we're all kind of toast, right?
2: Well, we talked about speaking our truth and being safe, not getting those WTFs.
1: <laughs> you
3: don't so like it's those. Nice,
2: it's nice if uh, what you're saying is acknowledged, then you know that the other person's starting to get on the same page.
1: So in communication... What's one of the easiest ways to acknowledge your partner is to either just simply say after they've shared something with you to look them in the eyes and genuinely say, "Thank you so much for sharing that with me."
2: Right? That works great. It does. I I've, I've used that many a times in a tight bind. In a tight bind. <laughs> yes. Well, and that one lady was mad at me at your speech. Right. Well, she wasn't mad. She was instructing me or correcting me. She was, she me was schooling you. Schooling me, yes, that's it. Yes, yes. And I was stealing the show, and she wanted to make sure that you got the credit. Right. Which was correct.
1: And that that that's one technique, but that technique doesn't always work when, especially if you're not sure you're hearing the other person accurately.
2: Well, you can ask for clarification, but right. I think that you want to be careful not to go into a discussion or argument you're just trying to understand what they're relating to you you're not trying to change what they're saying
1: so what you're saying is that you don't need to try to change what they're saying you're just trying to get clarification for what they've said so that you don't have a misunderstanding
2: and get a wtf
1: okay so do you see what i just did
2: (laughs) yes
1: yes (laughs) so what I just did with Mark is he made a statement and then I recapped it I didn't just say it word for word because that that can sound like miming or mimicking which can be a little aggravating but to put it in your own words how you heard what they said and then they can say okay you got part of it you got part of it accurate but here's here's the rest so it gives people a chance to to revise what they've said so that you do hear them accurately. Because oftentimes we think communication is all about talking. I mean, I can talk forever, but I actually prefer to listen. Now, you don't give me that look.
2: <laughs> That's the body language. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like clarification? <laughs> no, I don't need clarification.
1: I got that loud and
2: clear. <laughs> Well, you are very vocal.
1: I am. I am very vocal. (laughs) Mark Pierce. Okay. So in this acknowledgement, what do we need to acknowledge? You know, I think one of the things is that we need to acknowledge that we're all on our own private journey each each and every one of us and that we sh- when we share that journey or the inner workings of that journey with our partner or somebody that we trust that's quite a privilege and when we do that we increase our vulnerability and in future shows we're going to we're probably going to be talking about that word vulnerability because that's a big word in the intimate world of our of our relationships
2: we just watched uh, YouTube on the red table yes with Will and Jada Jada mm-hmm. and they were also talking about the same things really they were yeah no, acknowledging that they're going to have different pathways and that his pathway was not making her happy right that he tried to include her in his pathway and for a while that worked it was exciting but at some point life shifts those moving targets, and and she wanted to have her own specific journey, which is an interesting concept because of trying to move through the world as a couple and as an individual mm-hmm. at the same time. That's, that's where the, the difficulty lies, and if you're more conscious about it, it'll only be better for you.
1: Exactly, and if you acknowledge that sometimes your paths are going to um, go in opposite directions, and how do you maintain how do you maintain your intimacy and your bond and your connection when you're going in opposite directions, and how do you continue to bring it back together without squelching the journey of the other partner? And if you haven't watched um, their red table conversation, it, it's it's a little tedious, but they they do bring up some really good points in the evolution of long term relationships and how we can't we, we we need to acknowledge that what I want for my partner may not be what my partner wants for themselves. And just because you you want something for your partner doesn't make it the best thing or the right thing. We really can't know what the best thing is for any other human being other than ourselves or our itty bitty tiny children.
2: Well, I think that's why we have the Oasis so that you can pause and listen to your partner and hear their truth without necessarily trying to change it right that's why you say thank you for sharing that with
1: me right exactly thank you for sharing that with me the other thing with the word acknowledgement is acknowledging that we each one of us have human rights and sexual rights even children and I do some work with parents, and that, that t- phrase that children have sexual rights always kind of stuns people, and it stunned me the first time I heard it too. It's like, wait a minute, sex is supposed to be for grown-ups, right? But our sexuality is our personal journey from birth to death, and children have their own sexual rights just like grown-ups do. So we need to make sure that we can acknowledge That each one of us has the same rights. And if we can do that, that our human rights, you know, for me, if we could just simply acknowledge that in our world, a lot of our unrest would
2: smooth out. Child development's another interesting concept in the sexual world. And if you think think about about it, self-exploration and self-discovery would be a very important part of the initial experience that a human being would have as they move from an infant to a child to an adult. And I think that that's why we're so protective of children sexually when they're in that stage. We want them to be able to have their own experiences, not interfered with by other people who have perhaps bad intentions or their own design right but i think it's also important for the parents to understand that they shouldn't be putting their intentions or feeling their their emotions while they're watching their child do this early development because it's all very natural it doesn't doesn't have the same connotations as uh It would later in life.
1: Exactly. So acknowledgement comes and then acknowledging our own shit, you know, acknowledging where we're where we have bias and where our beliefs and our perceptions maybe are skewing our viewpoint to the point that we're trying to shift somebody else in our direction For validation.
2: That's not the kind of shift that we want.
1: No, we want to make fun shift happen. So listening to how you talk, but more importantly, listening and observing how you think and who that thinker is in there is 24-7. And acknowledge that what you're thinking may or may not be accurate, may not be an accurate depiction of what another person's experiencing or desiring, and how do, how do you discern in your little own in, internal oasis what it is that's actually true to you, authentic to you, that is the, the design of your life, and how do you relate that to your most intimate partner? Those are the things that we want to talk about on the oasis. And acknowledging that, that that's intimacy.
2: You are going to talk, I'm sure, in the future about taking your time and, and choosing your partner. And you, yes. use, you have a, a kind of a, a straightforward two-year rule. And during that time, later into the, that period of time, can you create an oasis? Can you be truthful? Can you be honest with this person without any other agendas and if you can then they're probably a a great partner for you
1: yes yeah i think if if you can't create some semblance of that oasis right out of the chute to to be authentically who you are then the, the relationship's not uh probably not a healthy one because if somebody else is trying to direct how you think, what you want, what you need, that's probably not going to work out yeah, very we, well for you. Yeah,
2: we all put on the beer goggles, though. So. Well, that's true. The hormonal beer goggles.
1: I'll, I'll do a whole show yeah, on that.
2: You can't you can't know what's going on for a few months, that's for sure. So, all um, right. story.
1: All right. Next segment, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. Um, we're going to talk about the Me Too and You and how this acknowledgement works with that concept. And this is the Sexy Lifestyle Show, uh, the Conscious Living Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Mark and I will be
5: back really shortly. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, It's compatible with LubeLite. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at LubeLights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.
0: Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. What is your level of sexual
3: expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. There's no judgment here, and every topic is safe and sex positive, so we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts Taylor Sparks, Jet Setting Jasmine, and Parrish Blair. With Marla Renee Stewart and Tiffany Janae. You won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to one 866 613 1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show.
1: Welcome back. I love that music. Do you? I love
2: how you rock out to it. Gary. I do.
1: I just, it just gets me going. Well, the, I, you know, I picked it particularly for
2: that. I'm going to get some oil for your chair just like I used on the bed. <laughs>
1: Am I squeaking in You're
2: my squeaking chair? Squeaking in your chair. <laughs> it's great. You, you get you get moving. Your head's going one way, everything's going the other. Oh
1: well. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll video, work on we'll, that. We'll
2: have some video going here pretty quick.
1: Yeah, video soon. So when we're talking about the word acknowledgement today, that's our word of the day. And so as we bring this into the Me Too and You movement, you know that we our Me Too and Move Me Too and You segment that we're going to be doing each week. Really, going to be focusing today on acknowledgement and how that can move into that fabulous C word, consent.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say consciousness.
1: Consciousness, yes, consent. So, waking up to your life, consciousness, uh, acknowledgement, all of these things point us to the first step is knowing ourselves. Intimately, knowing ourselves, our own boundaries, our desires, our, our limitations, our things that thrill and, and, and chill us, um, and really knowing ourselves well so that we can share that authentic self with someone else,
2: right? Exactly. I think when you talk about the Me Too movement, the main thing we're trying to avoid is misunderstanding. Yes. I know there's some, you know, in the news, there are the the very dramatic and and, uh, sad cases that that Me Too's had to deal with. But on a more day-to-day basis, we're really just trying to avoid misunderstanding. And so consent and acknowledgement are truth Oasis. All of those things are important concepts in that process. Here,
1: absolutely. You know, I think as I look back at a lot of the um, the things that you read in the media regarding the Me Too movement, and so many of them are truly communication conundrums, where someone misread, uh, didn't, or didn't read body language, where somebody said things in a more subtle way so as not to offend or embarrass and it wasn't it wasn't acknowledged and so i think it's always healthy if you know if if you're if you're wanting something with somebody or from somebody and you're hinting or asking and they're hinting back that you just kind of hit the pause button and say, all right, we got to, as Mark said to me many years ago, let's stop dancing and let's just speak our truth. This, this is what I would like. What would you like? What, what works for you? Because oftentimes in these intimate dating situations, people like part of it, but they might not like the entire thing. So if you know when we're when we're on a date with somebody, and if if you're interested in you know kissing, and maybe you're interested in just being close to, and uh, perhaps you you want to just have great conversation and just spend time in a in a sexy way with somebody, like, but like you, a walk in a park, like a walk in a park, something really just maybe romantic but you don't necessarily want to have sex with them, they might be reading the fact that you want to kiss them and walk in a park and spend time with them as that you want to have sex with them. So you, you don't know what the other person is, what their perceptions are. So one is to acknowledge what part of that is happening that you do want and what part you don't want. So that they know where your lines are.
2: I think everybody struggles with the timing issue, though. You just don't want to walk up to somebody and say, hey, babe. I'd like to
1: kiss your feet.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So so timing timing is critical. And I think that's where people stumble. But you don't have to stumble being authentic yourself so that the person gets a true picture of who you are and what you're about. Do you have a gentle heart? Are you, you know... Uh, courteous are you logical are you conscious yourself i mean you want to portray those things so that the person has the right picture otherwise he's or she's trying to anticipate something that's uh, really not a reality and it can get really off balance very quickly
1: in this world of communication practice does help and if you if you find that you have a hard time uh, drawing the lines or or establishing boundaries in an intimate situation where maybe you're a lot of women I know are afraid of being harmed physically if they say no once they get into a, a solo situation with somebody.
2: I was going to say earlier when you were talking about the Me Too movement and we start talking about these bad actors who have been very aggressive Mm -hmm. in positions of power. Right. That's different than the Me Too movement in a relationship that's just evolving, where people are on an equal footing and they're just trying to... They're dating. They're trying to understand where the boundaries are that day, and they're trying to be clear about it so there's no misunderstanding. And I think that's where some of the angst of the Me Too movement comes in. Yes. You know, if, if you're in a position of power, then you, you know, aren't in a position to move into a relationship with that person. Right.
1: Right. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Using using um, coercion um, under the guise of of power over someone is is never okay, regardless of which gender is doing what. So I think I like that you segmented that because that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the misunderstandings in interpersonal relationships that are that aren't uh, an imbalance of
2: power. Right? Because right. once once a person has a hidden agenda like that, there's no way out but to get safe right to get safe right and and it's good to have be able to read the body language and be safe and to take precautions so you don't find yourself in those situations and if you do get out but uh that's a whole nother story we're talking about the walk in the park with somebody that you're just getting to know or your partner that you've known for almost 25 years yes we have our 25th wedding
1: anniversary coming up next month
2: that's good we've renewed for 25 years in yes. a row.
1: <laughs> so consent is key. And I think that's, that's where we want to um, practice our yeses and nos. But oftentimes we need to do that in more mundane ways. Uh, you know, being able to say yes or no to a different food that you might like or which movie you want to watch. Just learning to speak your truth. And observe that the world doesn't fall apart, you're not going to be totally rejected by your partner, and that you, you have the right to speak your mind. And then also demonstrating this to the children, because we're taught this inability to speak our truth from the time we're toddlers, when we tell children not to, not to say no to us. You know, when, when you think about how many kids are, are told, don't say no to me. That starts that trend of not feeling like you can own your no and and how, and how that enculturates us into not really believing that we have the right to say yes as much as we have the right to say no. So practice, 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 practice with each other, practice saying yes, practice saying no.
2: I think that acknowledgement comes back to your saying thank you for sharing that with me. Mm -hmm. And you want to be careful not to get into a discussion or even worse, the other A word. (laughs) Argument. Argument. (laughs) Yes, because you're trying to understand a person. And if you try to, if you push too hard with your understanding, then it can go backwards on you because I just know how well it would work if we sat down at one of our favorite restaurants, and I said, Nancy would like a hamburger with french fries and you, no salad.
1: If you hadn't asked me, <laughs> yeah, I, th- that that would not go over well for me.
2: <laughs> no.
1: You don't but, know what I'm hungry for right now what, without asking me.
2: But, but, you know, I know you would like to try new things, so you should try <laughs> what I think you should have. Right.
1: Right, because you know what's best for me. Exactly. Right. No. You don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so is it still sexy if you tell me what you want and then I order? Sure.
1: Yeah, that's fine.
2: Because because that's an old an old um, custom that can go way south on a guy real quick. You know, if yeah. I order oysters and. They don't want them.
1: Well, I usually you know. order for both of us, so what does that say about us?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know it's good for me.
1: <laughs> well, I do. So <laughs> so one of the things that we really need to, to uh, address is that we need to speak up in real time. Not wait and not, not let things fester for uh, five minutes, a year, 30 years. We've learned... I think we've learned a big lesson in this last year, that, that waiting and suppressing, there's no benefit to that.
2: I think in a in a relationship, too, I think in the coming weeks, we should talk about how consent can be sexy. You've talked about yes. that. And boy, if you want to see, Nancy, anxiety level go up a little bit. Watch her fill out a consent form. Okay. It's we'll, Maybe
1: we'll share our, our consent form. Well, I concept. think just the concept. I oh, think, the concept. I think that that, okay. is,
2: that is very important to... To realize that that uh, knowing what your partner's thinking is fun, sexy, and revealing in and itself.
1: So this is, you know, we are so thrilled to be here on the, uh, the Sexy Lifestyle Network. We're breaking new ground with our adult version of the Conscious Living Show. And in the next segment, we're going to be talking about the wild, the wacky, and absurd uh, sex laws. So stay tuned. Come back. We'll be right here.
0: Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR, empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, Positive body image and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. This November, 4,000
3: people will be on the sold out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms. Dozens of meet and greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations. Themed dance parties every night. And all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss Experience on the two upcoming Bliss Charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise. And next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises. And we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast. So be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977. Or visit lifestylecruising.com.
0: You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show.
1: Welcome back for our last segment. We're talking about uh, the wild, wacky facts of uh, some of the crazy sex laws on the books. And, you know, in our, our word of the day is or our word of the week acknowledgement. Sometimes we have to acknowledge that some of these laws are, are on the books. They, they could be upheld. In a court of law because they're still on the books, and we perhaps maybe need some attorneys that are interested in sex and sex laws to jump in there in these states and and correct some of these things. So California, um, it's it's illegal to sell stuffed items resembling breasts, booby pillows. You can't have a booby pillow within a thousand feet of a highway. There's a specification.
2: <laughs> Can't wow. sell
1: booby pillows within a thousand feet of a highway. Well,
2: that's a waste of paper right there, huh? Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I, I honestly, I when I read these, I go, what? Who, who decided this law would be worth getting put on the books? It was some, somebody was terribly offended by a booby pillow store near a highway. I guess children could see it. Like children don't know
2: what boobs are. Well it might have been like the ranch in Nevada, you know, they don't want you to
1: The bunny the bunny ranch. Yeah. I'm sure all the kids would want to go to the bunny ranch and see the bunnies, right? <laughs> uh, that probably had a lot of misunderstandings for parents. I don't know. How do you explain that? What
2: else she got? That's that was that was kinda okay.
1: Okay. So no man shall dress as a woman without the written permission of the sheriff.
2: Well, that one's getting busted all the time. Yeah. Is that California.
1: That's still California. And then we have one in Colorado. Male massage parlor workers must wear all-white clothing. This is in Adams County. Okay. I don't get it. I don't either. And keeping a house where unmarried persons are allowed to have sex is prohibited. This is in Colorado.
2: Wow. Yeah. They can smoke marijuana, but they can't have unmarried sex right. in a house. Right. You do it in a trailer.
1: Yeah. All right, so we have Florida... So Florida has um, married couples as well as singles cannot engage in open lewdness or lascivious behavior. Hmm, is that legal anywhere? Can you can you be lewd and lascivious anywhere, and uh, other than in in uh, Florida? Not
2: recommended.
1: <laughs> I think we should try it. We like to be lewd and lascivious.
2: Really. <laughs> You like
1: to be lewd and lascivious. Okay, so uh, the term um, sadomasochistic abuse is defined so broadly that it could possibly be applied to a person handcuffing another in a clown suit. This is in Georgia. Okay? And all sex toys are banned. In many states, actually, sex toys have been banned. And there, there have been very specific laws that have been fought that you can't sell sex toys within certain um, number of feet to a school or a church, that you can't have a store that sells uh, adult novelties. So that that's where the adult novelty word came into some of the stores is that the, they, they didn't say sex toys. They didn't use the S word because that's such a bad word. It's like on um, all my social media, I get in trouble all the time if I say, you know, that I'm a sexologist. That's why my mentor, Dr. Ava, turned hers into loveology because that's an acceptable term. But sexology, even though it's a specific, degreed part of healthcare, um, because it's got the word sex in it.
2: Well, we don't have to worry about novelty shops, because you can order everything that you want on Amazon, Amazon. or online. Yes, so, isn't
1: that fabulous?
2: Yeah, so you don't have to put on a disguise and go out in town or drive to another city.
1: We've done some fun uh, outings to the the novelty shops oh, years ago. I struggle
2: with that. You, you <laughs> love watching how embarrassed I am. I do. Yeah,
1: I, I do. I love taking Mark on um, field trips. But I call them feel trips, where we go feel things.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, you know, go Amazon. I'm good cool. with online.
1: So these, you know, the the laws and and the wacky laws are funny, but one of the laws that we really need to talk about is what's happening with the gender identification um, in our country and how this is going to impact human beings and I'm wondering why it is that the government believes that they need to get involved in how we personally identify ourselves. What does it matter?
2: I think you're you on to something here. As soon as they try to create a law one way, then there's going to be a group of people that want it the opposite way, and then we have conflict. And the real question is, do we need laws in this area at all? Or And that would be a good discussion. I'm not... I'm not aware of the stresses and the circumstances that other people experience. so it would be really good to understand why we need laws to protect us in those circumstances.
1: Yes, it is I
2: think, I think the bathroom laws are starting to straighten out, although ironically in our clinic we have we follow the, the laws so we get a non-gender bathroom sign to put up mm-hmm. in the only bathroom that we have in the clinic
1: so,
2: <laughs> but now it doesn't say men or women it just right. says bathroom, bathroom. Right. and and that's fine but it was kind of funny that we had to buy a sign when it's the only one that's there
1: right right well there are some ridiculous things that that happen but how about we just start respecting people's Person, personal uh, choices, and realize that if they're not doing anything to you, what does it matter what they do with each other?
2: I think our country was, you know, very supportive of family as they defined it. And so now there's a lot of specific benefits, except for, of course, the marriage penalty, which is, I think, still alive and well. But maybe the solution is to simplify and to Instead of having laws that favor one type or the other, just have laws for individuals and leave the relationships out of the picture. Absolutely. Maybe maybe that would be easier to enforce or not enforce.
1: Well, I thought laws were designed to protect us, not direct us.
2: Well, no. I mean, heck, they, they use yeah. tax laws all the time to direct us. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can deduct this, but you can't deduct that. Yeah.
1: So today's show has really been fun. You know, it's really about waking up to your life, getting conscious of not only your inner workings, but how you interface with other people and our communities and our world. And so the, the first step is acknowledging what you want, what you desire, where your boundaries are, where they're not, and then set a plan into action to make your dreams come true. We all have the right to live our finest life that we design.
2: I believe that's in the Constitution.
1: I think it is, yes.
2: Something about the pursuit of happiness.
1: Yes, and then we need to learn how to articulate what we desire and inform and it in, not as a complaint but as an ask. And then take responsibility for our choices and not blame uh, other people for the decisions that we've made and the outcomes that we have to su- sustain and learn from. And then most of all, to know that we each have the right to live life based on our own desire, our own designs, and that we don't owe anybody an explanation for what we like and what we want. If somebody asks you, so why do you want that? That's a judgment. Who cares why? You know, why do I like chocolate? I don't know. I just like it. So we just need to acknowledge that we have the right to like what we like. We have the right to ask for what we want. And if if our the, the people that we're asking don't want to give it to us, they have the right to not want to give it to us. We don't we don't have the right to coerce them. So you know, step back, own your shit, have your life, and remember that that every day we wake up, we get to decide we're, we're either a warning or an example, right? And next week we're going to talk about. Pleasure is our birthright. So until next time, love hard, laugh more, and kiss longer. More than three seconds, right?
2: That's it. All right. Got you you laughing last night. Yes.
1: Thanks for being here today with me. I appreciate that, and I appreciate the listeners. Check in with us, uh, The Conscious Living Show, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and We'll be back next week for the same fun, exciting time.
4: Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget, throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry, no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing, and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the SexyLifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like
0: Thank you for joining us this week for the Conscious Living Show Be sure to join Dr. Nancy, Dr. Mark and their guests next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network Have a healthy, sexy week in every way
4: Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies.
1: We are Carol and David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promiscent.
4: So Jeff, you know, intimacy is key to every relationship. Can you tell us a bit how Promiscent can help enhance intimacy?
6: Well, I really think that one of the keys to intimacy is obviously both couples having a satisfactory experience. As any therapist or, you know, your all will tell you, one of the chief complaints that arises in any intimate relationship is timing, i.e., does the women in the relationship or the woman in the relationship finish? As we've discussed on many occasions during podcasts or other things we've done in the past, there is something called the arousal or orgasm gap, whereas the average man takes about five minutes to achieve climax and the average woman 18. So indeed, I think that is probably one of the reasons why a product like Promescent is very appropriate to satisfactory intimacy.
4: fantastic jeff thanks so much well that was a great quickie jeff thanks so much for being here why don't you tell everyone how they can find promescent
6: the best way to find promescent in it's is www.promescent promescent www.promescent.com you can buy it directly there it'll direct you to the retail locations that have it there's a map you put in your zip code and there's also physicians and other people that carry it as well www.promesed.com.
4: Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies.
0: SexyLifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.
5: When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.